Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for this time together, Lord. I just pray that as I speak, Lord, you will use me to speak the word you have for us today. Let's pray for your um, anointing on us now, Lord, and here in this body. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, some of you that were here um, last week, I had a uh, prophetic word, and Mark is going to pass out copies of that for anybody that wants one. I'm going to be speaking about that today. Sometimes when uh, when the Lord gives us um, encouragement, prophetic words, it's not always easy to interpret what in the world he's saying or how it applies to us, okay? So I'm of a firm belief that if the Lord gives me something to say, that I should try to explain it the best I can. Amen? <clears throat> anyway, we have the graphic up there, and this is the what I'm going to be speaking on in the word the Lord gave me. He said it was a time to shift. And uh, the scripture is from Amos 3, 7. Surely the Lord Jehovah will do nothing except he reveal his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And the Lord wants us to know what he's doing. He wants us to be aware of his timing because things get accomplished in his timing that don't get accomplished at other in other seasons. And if we're in sync with him, then we can be sure uh, that we're going to have the anointing flowing with us. And last week, my husband spoke about the anointing. And so I feel like uh, the prophetic word was a confirmation to him and also of what the Lord is doing in our body. So anyway, I was awakened by the Lord. I probably was, um, I think it was, I think it was the middle of last week, or maybe the week before. Anyway, and, and I got woke up during the night, and I immediately became alert. I thought, okay, Lord, are you wanting to say something to me? I just could feel this shift. And um, that's kind of my makeup because of me being a, a prophetic person. I sense things, and I feel things. And, and so I, I sat up in bed. I thought, okay, what's happening? Something's going on. You know, I felt like the Lord said, there's a shift. There's a shifting in my spirit happening right now. And I want you to be aware of it, you know. A shift is occurring right now, okay. So if a shift is occurring now, we need to be aware of that and step into it, okay. Um, I pondered it throughout the work, the, the week, and I knew that the Lord was going to speak to me prophetically at some point, And that came forward last week. So I'm going to read this um, prophetic word, and you can follow along with me, and then I'm going to share a little bit about it. Okay, so it says, I believe the Spirit of the Lord would speak and say, there's a shifting happening in my timing. There's a shifting happening in the nation right now and also in the state of Alaska. Okay, so I think it's also important to recognize that it's not just happening here. It's something happening in God's timing in our country and in Alaska. Okay, if we know that, then we can sow into it and we can tap into it and be in alignment with him says, do not be discouraged, for it is I who have placed this building. Wait a minute, I think I'm ahead of myself. Yeah, I am calling you, my sons and daughters, to be a part of this shift. Will you be ready? Will you step into this right now, says the Spirit of God. Okay, so there's a timing. Okay, you might remember, uh, as I was uh, transcribing this, I realized that part of this had to do with the prophetic word the Lord had given me for the year. Because in the beginning of the year, he spoke to us also about being ready. And uh, walking again. In fact, he said four times in the prophetic word for 19, 2019, will you be ready? Will you be ready? So he's 
wooing us. He's calling us to be ready to move with him and to listen to what he's calling us to do. It's important that we remember that. So this is like we're a little over midway through the year now, and it's like a reminder. Okay, here I am again. Are you ready? Now is the time to step into it. Beginning of the year, he said, will you be ready? Will you walk in this? Now he's saying, it's time. Walk into it. So I believe it's a time to take action. Okay? And I was thinking of, I hope you don't mind, Brent. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking of Brent when I was preparing this because uh, Brent is really, um, he's really stepping forward, okay? We've had um, uh, a lot of changes in our church in the last few months. And um, anyway, he just decided that he was going to help out with the offering. And that's such a blessing. I mean, we need people to help. And he was willing. He was willing to sow into the Lord and so into what the Lord's doing. And um, anyway, I, I just think that's a real blessing. Thank you, Brent, for doing that. Uh, being willing to do what the Lord's calling you to do is not always comfortable, but if the Spirit of God is speaking to you, it's important that you do something. So we're in a season of shifting, so it's important that we step into what the Lord's calling us to do, okay? Do not be discouraged, for it is I who have placed this building upon this land. This is my land, says the Spirit of God. I secured this years ago for my plans and my purposes, and my plans and purposes will not be thwarted for this church, says the Spirit of God. Okay, so we need to know that. He's got a plan and a purpose. He put this building here. He secured this land for his purposes, and it's not going to be thwarted. It's not going to be thwarted by what anybody says. It's not going to be thwarted by the enemy, because this is God's Land, God's building, his purpose here. Amen? (laughs) We need to know that. We need to know that, and we need to speak that, okay? Because that is the truth. The truth is not what others are speaking about us right now. That is not the truth. The truth is that his plans and purposes are not going to be thwarted. Okay, and one of the reasons I can say that is because I was here when we bought this land, okay? Uh, I remember the battle that happened. We were walking around the land. We didn't have a building here yet. And um, there was a farmer that owned the the land, okay? And the neighbor was uh, contending with us for this property, okay? And um, I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to me to share this. Anyway, and so the Lord gave me a prophetic word for this guy. I don't know this guy. I know he's, you know, this famous farmer in the valley that owns all this property, but who am I to say something to him? I don't even know if he's a believer or what, right? <laughs> anyway, so we're praying over the land, walking around. I just felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, this is my five acres. Claim it for me. I want it. So I thought, okay. So I started praying about it, and um, we met with a guy. He came over to our, Mark Knight's house, and uh, he was con- trying to decide between whether to sell it to the neighbor or sell it to us. And I just told him, I said, you know, I don't know what you believe, but I feel like this five acres is God's property, and we're supposed to have it. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We were having this conversation, you know, we had had coffee and tea with them, fellowship, and they were about ready to leave. I kept thinking, oh, should I say anything? Should I say anything? You know, I was really nervous. You know, this is a pretty pretty well-known guy in the valley. I thought, who am I, you know? But I felt really like I was supposed to tell him that. And that changed his mind. That did it. He said, okay, you're in. Can I let the other guy go? You got it. Mark's going to say something. Yeah, add something. 
<laughs> That's only the Spirit of the Lord that could do that, right? <laughs> See, he knew when I spoke that it was God speaking, you know. I still don't know this day what the man believes, but anyway, we got the property. <laughs> so I know, right? So that was a number of years ago. And uh, the Lord is reminding us, this is my my property, my place, okay? He says, you need to be encouraged. You need to rise up and bring in the harvest, for there is a new harvest of sheep that I'm going to fill this place with. That means he's bringing in new believers, not the old, the new. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? New sheep are coming in. New sheep. Yay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. He says, do not look to the old. Amen. We're not looking to the old. Look to the new. It's a new season. The shift is happening now, says the Spirit of God. My anointing is flowing in the land. My anointing is flowing for the reaping of the harvest. Okay. If the anointing of the Lord is flowing for the reaping of the harvest, then guess what? It's going to be easier than normal to reap the harvest. The Lord will make it easy. And I was thinking about this as I was out harvesting my garden. We don't have a big garden, but we have a little garden, and we try to grow things. I've got some peas and some green beans and some lettuce, and Mark has some tomatoes in the greenhouse. Anyway, I was out um, harvesting the peas the other day. You know, peas, you have to check the size of the pea pod because there might be some little ones in there. You open up, it's just going to be these little scrawny things. They taste good, but there's not much to them, right? Okay. <laughs> so I'm checking out the pea pods and thinking about what I was going to say today. Anyway, and I felt like the Lord spoke to me. He said, look for the ripe fruit. Some are ready to be harvested. Some are not. Okay. And so you need to look for that those that are fully grown and ready to pick. Others might need to grow some more. So we shouldn't get discouraged as we're speaking to people about the Lord. There might be some people that have just had seeds sown to them and aren't quite ready yet. Doesn't mean we shouldn't speak to the gospel to them. But then there's others who are ripe. They're ready for the picking. And I was thinking about uh, this friend of ours uh, from California, Cindy Becker. She was recently up here. Just a couple of weeks ago, and her and her brothers were riding motorcycles. They came up here and rode motorcycles from here all the way down to uh, Vancouver, Washington. Amazing, huh? <laughs> anyway, they were camping in a campground. I think it was in um, the, the far part of Alaska. And she was walking around, and there was these stones on the beach. And spelled out was, I want to know God. Stones on the beach. I know. And I just read that the other day. I thought, how many people is there out there like that? We don't know who that person was, but God knows who that was. Somebody ready for the harvest. I mean, just the fact that somebody would put that in stones on the beach in Alaska tells me something's happening. Who does that, right? So anyway, the, the, the anointing is happening for the harvest. And, you know, sometimes when I think about speaking the gospel to people, I think, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> what am I going to say? But we don't need to worry about it because the Lord will fill our mouths. He will tell us exactly what to say. He knows who's ready to be harvested and who isn't. It's a matter of us, again, taking a step of faith like Brent did. He took a step of faith doing the offering, you know. He didn't have to do that. I think I remember uh, somehow he knew that we had that need because we had market asked somebody else and they weren't ready to do it or didn't want to do it. And Brent said, I'll do it. I thought, hallelujah. <laughs> see, see, that's an answering of the call. So whatever the Lord is calling you to do, it's a season to do it. 
Open your mouth and speak to your neighbor. Speak to whoever he's telling you to speak to. Getting ahead of myself here. Okay, so don't look to the old. Look to the new. It's a new season. My anointing is flowing for the reaping of the harvest. Open your mouths and speak to those who do not know me. Bring them in, for this will be my house. This is my house. And I will have my way here, says the Spirit of God. Not man's agenda, but my agenda. Okay. That's the other thing that's important. As we're uh, focusing on what the Lord's doing here and the new people he's going to bring in, we need to think about what the Lord is doing and ask him for his plan, not what we think. Because um, we as believers can come up with all kinds of great ideas, you know. We're going to do this, we're going to do that, you know, we're going to, um, I don't know. We're going to have this program, that program. And unless it's what the Lord's calling us to do, it'll be fruitless, won't work, okay? So he's doing a new thing, so we're adjusting things in our body as we adjust to this new outpouring of the Spirit. We want to make sure we're hearing from God and not doing it the old way. He will fill our mouths, Okay. It says, um, I will have my way here, not man's agenda, but my agenda. For as you yield to me, as you lean into my spirit, as you give yourselves totally and listen for my plans and are not deterred by what others are saying, but listen only to me, then I will establish my plans and my purposes here. Okay, now that's very important, okay? Uh, leaning into the spirit was also something that was in the prophecy for the beginning of the year. That means listening to the Holy Spirit, not listening to what man's saying, okay? Sometimes that's not always easy to do because we all have friends and peers, you know, that try to influence us in different ways. Well, we can still be their friends, but we don't need to listen to what they're saying if it's not what God is doing in our lives, okay? That's important. You can still be their friends, but don't agree with them if that's not what God is speaking to you, okay? That is very important. And I'm going to read this um, scripture here out of uh, Philippians 4 as I'm going along here. Because this pertains, I think it's important that we hear what the Lord is speaking. I'm reading it out of the Passion Translation. So if you have another translation, you probably won't be able to follow along. It says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Okay, be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Now, it's really important here that you're not pulled into different directions or worried about a thing. And sometimes um, when we're listening to everything that goes on around us, the din of the world, the din of our work, whatever, it's easy to be influenced by that, okay? Because um, uh, we don't we don't live in the in the um, heavenly uh, kingdom of God right now. We live on the earth, okay? And there's a lot that goes on down here that's not necessarily from the Lord. And there's a lot of people that speak a lot of things to us every day that it's not necessarily what the Lord's speaking to us. 
We need to hear what God is speaking to us, okay? Each one of you need to hear what God is speaking to you. Not what your neighbor is saying, not what your family is saying, unless it's your husband or spouse, then you need to listen to him. <laughs> Mark's going. <laughs> but, but other than that, you, you, should, you need to hear from God, okay? Because there's always people that want to uh, distract you from what, what the Lord has. Uh, there's a scripture in 1 Peter 5 that says, um, um, be sober and be diligent for your enemy walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That is true of every Christian. Okay, that's true of every Christian. Uh, as soon as you get saved, the enemy will try to distract you from that or lead you down some rabbit trail uh, that is not from the Lord. That scripture is in there for a reason, okay? Be sober, be vigilant, for the the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, okay? It's not talking about unbelievers. He's already got them. Why does he have to go after them? He doesn't. It's talking about us as believers. So we need to be careful who we're listening to and what we're lining up with. Lean into the Spirit. Lean into the Holy Spirit. Give yourselves totally to him. Listen to his plans. And don't be deterred by what anybody else is telling you, okay? Amen. Okay, then then our plans will be established, and his purposes will be known here. Again, he says, for this is my land, this is my five acres, I have secured that. This is the Spirit of God's plan for this place, says the Spirit of the Lord. Know that, know that, and sow into that. For I will have my way here as you yield to me, lean into my spirit, and, and be led by my anointing. Okay, now here's another action point. Know this and sow into it. So know that this is God's land. Know that this is God's place here and that he's going to have his way and sow into it. Ask the Lord how you're supposed to sow into it. Sow into it. What are you supposed to be doing here? What is your part? How can how can you uh, uh, help us build what the Lord is calling us to do here? Sow, sow into it in whatever way the Lord speaks to you. Okay? And it says, let's see, there will be many... There will be many people set free. Many people will come here because of the love of God being poured out. Do not be discouraged and do not fear. This shifting is of me, says the Spirit of God. Have I not told you that I am rearranging your landscape? Did I not tell you that I am repositioning you? For this is my doing, says the Spirit of God. Okay, now I was thinking about this, and it was back in February or March when the Lord spoke to me. This is about a month, maybe two months after I had that word that he was repositioning us, okay, that he was rearranging our landscape. Pretty scary, huh? You go, what in the world does that mean, Lord? Huh? Well, I think we're finding out what it meant. <laughs> anyway, it certainly wasn't what I meant, what I thought it meant, I'll tell you that. But you know what? We don't always know what God's plans are, you know? And it could be a lot different than what we think. Amen? Usually it is in my life. I think one thing and he thinks the other thing, you know? <laughs> anyway, anyway um, another example I thought of, and she's not here today, was uh, Carla uh, was talking to me about that time because she was going through um, a real um, challenge with her business, want, deciding if she should move or not. Moving a business is a huge thing. Well-established businesses that her family's had for many years, and she felt like the Lord speaking to her was time to move. Well, I had just, the Lord had just spoken to me that word, so I told her, I said, you know, the Lord is repositioning us. He's rearranging our landscape. She said, wow, well, that must pertain to me. Anyway, so she went ahead and moved, and um, I just went over last week and um, 
prayed over her new place, and she's doing amazing. I mean, it's beautiful. The Lord's prospering her. That's an example of somebody listening to the Lord and moving, okay? It's not always easy to move. Most of the time it isn't. I hate moving. I don't like change. Being honest, I don't. (laughs) I'd rather just keep things the same way, live in the same place forever, you know, have the same place I drive, not disrupt my routine, Anybody else relate to that? <laughs> yeah. Recently, the uh, uh, Palmer pool closed because they are now uh, renovating it. They renovated Wasilla. Now they're running, renovating Palmer. Palmer is where I always lap swim. So my routine has been disrupted. Oh, no. <laughs> so I have to drive all the way to Wasilla to do my lap swim now. And I resisted it for a long time. And now I've decided, okay, I'm not just going to give it up. I'm going to do it. So I'm, I'm starting to drive to Wasilla and do my lap swimming in the pool. And it's a big change, but I'm getting used to it. You know, that's just a, a small example, but the Lord is about our everyday things. He is. He wants us to be um, in tune with him, and he can lead and guide us into the still waters, into the green pastures. But only if we're listening, if we're leaning into his spirit, leaning into what his spirit's saying. And it's so much easier if we don't resist him. It really is, you know. Resisting the Lord doesn't doesn't bring much fruit. Okay, so I want us to turn to Colossians. Colossians 4. And this is a scripture about timing because felt like we needed to look into the timing here of what the Lord is speaking since he's talking to us about timing. Okay, Colossians 4. And we're going to start in verse 5. I'm going to read it in the New King James first and then in the Passion Bible. It says, Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Okay, now now five leads right into six, which is actually just what the Lord was speaking to us in this word, okay? Redeeming the time, it's his time. This time word here in the Greek is kairos. There's there's different meanings of time in the scripture. There's a, a chronos time, which denotes extent or quantity. Kairos here means an opportune time, a set time, an appointed time, a due time, a definitive time, a seasonal time, a proper time for action. Okay? So, in this scripture, walking wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time, this is an action time, a seasonable time. Okay? It's a proper time for action. And the Lord is calling us for action. He's saying the shift is happening now. Lean into it. Walk in my anointing, and you'll reap the harvest. You'll bear fruit. Thank you, Lord. Okay, and then he says, let your speech always be with grace. Season with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one. So as we're stepping out in this shifting and speaking to the unbeliever, the Lord will show us how to speak to each one. Our speech will be with grace. Season with salt. And he says, well, no, how to answer each one. Okay, let's see, I'm going to read it. My notes say to read it in the Passion Bible, so I'm going to read that too. The Passion Bible says, walk in the wisdom of God as you live before the unbelievers and make it your duty to make him known. Let every word you speak be drenched with grace and tempered with truth and clarity. For then you will be prepared to give a respectful answer to anyone who asks about your faith. Okay, and the, the Aramaic 
translation for verse 5 is, as you live in the wilderness or among the unbelievers. And the Aramaic also could be translated, sell your last crust of bread, which is a metaphor for making a full commitment, giving all you've got, okay? And um, verse 6, the Aramaic word can be translated compassion. And season with salt literally means friendly, clear, and making people thirsty for the truth. Friendly, clear, and making people thirsty for the truth. As we speak life, as we speak the anointed words of God that he gives us, he will, he will uh, make the, the person we're speaking to thirsty. They'll be longing to hear from God. They'll wonder, who is this person? Who is this God you serve? And then we can lead them to the Lord. Amen? Okay, so it's making, again, making a full commitment, giving all you've got, okay? We're living in that kairos timing, the appointed time. Okay, and then um, Paul was speaking to the Colossians here in uh, verses 2 to 6, and he was singling out three ingredients that should characterize their relation and responsibilities to the non-Christian world. Persevering prayer, okay, a lifestyle of discreet behavior and diligent service and winsome and wholesome speech. Those are the three things, okay? Persevering prayer, a lifestyle of discreet behavior and diligent service and winsome, wholesome speech, okay? So we need to walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time, letting our speech always be with grace, season with salt that we may know how we ought to answer one another. Not one another, the unbelievers. We know how to answer one another, hopefully. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, pertains to that too. Okay, uh, turn to First John 2. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures on the anointing here before I close. First John 2, 20. Living with the, um, the Lord is always exciting. There's never a dull moment. Amen? Okay, First John 2, 20. says, but the Holy One has anointed you, and you all know the truth. Okay? And then down in verse 27, he says, There's no need for anyone to keep teaching you, for his anointing teaches you all that you need to know, for it will lead you into all truth, not a counterfeit. Just as the anointing has taught you, remain in him. There's also a scripture in John uh, 16, and I'm not going to read right now, but it says the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. So as we lean into the Holy Spirit, as we ask the Lord for wisdom and direction, he will lead and guide us into all truth. Okay, he's the only one that can do that. So anyway, I just want to encourage us to incline your ear to the Lord and hear what he is speaking to in this season. Okay, because there is an anointing being poured out. There is an anointing happening right now. I love the anointing of the Lord. When the anointing of the Lord is flowing, you can do anything. I mean, it's like you have supernatural power upon you. <laughs> That's probably what Matt experienced when he was experiencing that download. The anointing of the Lord and Lisa that was falling upon him. And, you know, we can walk in that. We really can. Have I perfected that? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do I try? Yeah, I try. But but anyway, it takes us being yielded to God and not uh, trying to figure things out on our own. 
So, so let's endeavor to walk in the anointing and to, uh, lean in the spirit and to shift with the Lord. Okay. He's, he's here. He's with us. He's anointed this place. He's going to have his way here. Amen. Amen.